I'm not sure Bessie can be happy with me. Will she not lay down? Mm-mm. Bess, Hello, Bessie. I don't feel good! She looks terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Terminator eye. Oh, Bessie. I know, Bessie. Go back to your mama. She's done with her salad. Dude, my piano tuner was like the chatness, long-windedest guy of all time. Would not. St he's like done, and it's like 45 minutes. He won't stop talking to me. He's talking about his dog, and his dog died. And the piano tuner. Oh, oh sweeps. That poor old piano is like held together with band-aids and bubble gum. I figured this. It much. needs to be rebuilt. He did tune it, but and he and he did fix the keys that were broken. <clears throat> Do you think that you can sit down? Don't you flip backwards, because I know that's what you want to do. Can you do that? Can you sit down? How long is that supposed to go on for? Long time. Really? The graph is like, you know, four to six weeks. Mm -mm. Oh. Mm -mm. Terrible. And when you say graft, you mean the eyelid being sewn like that? No, or? the patch of... No, the patch... Her the whole eyeball is held together with stitches. Yeah, that's yeah. what he means. That's what he just said. No, I was more no, talking... he's talking about, like, her eye... Well, because she's stuff. she's irritated mostly by, you know, the eyelids being stitched she together. She wants some salad. Like she's not that irritated. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how long does... Irritated, how long dead. do the stitches in the eyelid need to be... I think he'll probably take those... She has a recheck on Thursday. I think he'll probably take those out on Thursday. But the graft stays for like six weeks. I think Uno had a graft like that. Yeah. You mean it stays? What do you, what do you undo it after six weeks? I think it. I, I think it heals and turns or gray. Off or and something? I think like the, I think the eye to kind of starts to absorb it. It's you know eye stuff is just really weird to me. Totally weird. Yeah. I can't I can't even wrap my head around sewing a flap of the eye over the missing part of the eye like. What? Yeah, the whole, yeah, the it's whole a, a ball of fluid is yeah. bizarre to me. Hey, sweeps! <laughs> Your dog's shitting over She's there. Over now. there shitting in the corner. Busted. <laughs> look at him. Look at the look of shame on his face. <laughs> it's shame, and it's also she like shock. pooped, so now you need to go pick it up. It's starting to smell. You should, you should hurry up. <laughs> Are you not talking to her? He's dumbfounded. I would be too. I'm, I'm, I'm a little. <laughs> too awesome. He doesn't even address it. <laughs> Nothing to say, really. <laughs> she's got more in there, too. That's just the only one she's... Yeah, because I, yeah, be I stopped her mid-pooping. Yeah, there'll be more later. <laughs> she looked over here like... Was that wrong? Why that happen, Tweeps? Why did you have Tweeps? The out! Terrible. Y'all need to poop y'all's dogs before you come up. Yeah, there's an oatmeal raisin cookie that you guys are going to have to fight to the death over. Not going to be much of a fight. I'll kill you all. You <laughs> <laughs> laugh like I'm joking. It's funny. That sugar cookie one, though, the tulip looking cookie. Mm -hmm. Those are good. That, that was really good. good. Well, Wes took a whole well, Wes, huh. Wes, so I'm not talking to you. He's got oh, it in his colon share. over there. And he doesn't it. even no, need that. It's over here in the queue for my colon. <laughs> that was really good because something made it hot in the sack, so it was real good. Sitting on the soup and the mac. Yeah. Bessie's really hungry. What else you got? Did you ever go to the biscuit bar? I did go to the biscuit bar. Okay. I thought that was pretty good. Um, it was just interesting, something different, you know. If you totally different. Um, 
I went in there like a weird time of day. I was kind of put off by the service. I just felt like I was ignored. Um, but it looked like it was like swinging shifts. But still, no one was in there. I just felt a little neglected. I thought the food was really good though, but just haven't been back because of that. Only went once. It's kind of one of those things you can't eat that very often, but I just want to try it. I mean, you don't want like a. Because yeah, I got like the big biscuit. It's all like whole pork. It's just like you can't eat the whole thing. Like. Um, but it was it was good. But that that Tulupo uh, honey or whatever that, that I, I really like that place. I, I've gone there several times. They're still adding on to that. They're still building over there. In the area, yeah. They're still doing the uh, Dr Pepper building. That's Are you happy now? now? You just have to know how to make Bessie happy. Mm. That's all. I mean, geez, I thought she would have been hot, but no. well, she, <laughs> she wants to smell your stuff too. That helps Sarah. No stuff for you. Travis, you weren't here when I told him today. I got this email, and it said, Hello, Laurie. Um, <laughs> Strike I, one. <laughs> I put in an application to adopt Levine, but then he decided to stay at the ranch and be a good man. So could you please switch my application over to the baby bears? <laughs> Strike two. <laughs> Joke's on you. No, they also want to be good men. <laughs> Is it all boys? No, it's all girls. It's all girls. Oh, I'm out. See, as a tra Travis, he wouldn't be the least bit inclined to adopt a girl. He only wants a boy bear. Like what you like. And I don't like want a boy bear. Travis gets boy bears, but they're always gay. A little bit. I get the sweet ones. I don't know. They just come to me. They're squat peers. I love it. <laughs> There's nothing better than a boy dog that squats. Did you people. watch the podcast that they're there on Sunday, or did you listen to it? No, I didn't. I haven't done it yet. I mean, the last one with Travis. Yeah. I haven't done it yet because I knew it was going to make me very sad for Travis, and I knew what it was. I just Ooh. knew, and so I started to, and then I haven't yet. Yeah. He hasn't either. <laughs> Not because I couldn't face it, just because I, was there. I, 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 you know, I, rem, I remember that. I already know the story. It happening, yeah. and I know the feeling, and I thought when I listen to it, it's all going to like rush back, and I already felt like the weight of the world from the past week, and so I decided, normally I'll listen to them like right away, but this one I didn't. I haven't watched it either. Well, I think it went well. I think it, I think it went well. I watched it enough for all of you. Well, it's not like you would say it sucks. <laughs> Actually, I would. Yeah. Actually, and then just not air it. Yeah. She would do that, yeah. yeah. If it wasn't been, good, she would say don't air it. I would have been fine yeah. with it. I, don't, I just I didn't, I didn't like it in the Travis. moment. I felt just rambling and like I didn't give enough information. And I don't know. Upon rewatch that version, there, there's no cuts except for like some barking. The only well, seconds. the only cuts I had to make was because um, Kiss was going into labor with puppies right, in the ER, and call. I had phone calls, so we had to you there know no had to cut that. There was no content cut because it was beyond reproach. I wouldn't think so. But it wasn't yeah. necessary. <laughs> yeah. Sweeps, come here. You're in big trouble. Right here. Sweeps. So, yeah, all in all, I think it went really well. We got tons and tons of feedback on that podcast. We got a lot of new viewers. For got that. A, lot, a lot of new patrons. Bears. Yeah, from that podcast. I was podcast. kind of afraid maybe it would turn people off to bears, but. I don't think it's a bear thing. I'm sure that. I think it's a dog thing. I think you're right. All those fears and things like that that you have, I'm sure they're all still happening, you know. Well, there was lots. Of, there was lots of people. I mean, that one Jessica sent tonight. Of, she was a lady who was um, 
Is it a lady or a dude? I don't yeah, know. That was the first time I'd seen that. She was one of the people that was really disappointed that you weren't keeping Joe until, she, until she listened to the podcast. Oh. It was a dude. <clears throat> I mean, I, I think anytime someone can hear you tell your story as opposed to read your story, the inflection just... That's what I, kept, you, that's what you know, I kept saying. This is not a you Facebook can't post. post. You, can't, you can't match those two things yeah. because there's no way for you to share no. your feeling in words at the level that you know right. it ha- happened to you. Well, because there's only one person writing, so it's just it's just me writing as opposed to Travis saying what he's, you know, and then to inter- and to see your face, right, and then to interact with all of us and how we felt about it, at, you know, the whole process of it. I think it's yeah. just really important for people to understand. I mean, we've had to do that, like the Barry posts. Like you wrote part of it, and then I wrote that's part true. of it. That's true. That's true. We did divide that post, but still, it doesn't. I don't know. It's not like you ever get like you know true credence to what the situation is, in my opinion, unless you're there. No, but a podcast gives you. It's just a much larger realm to be able to express yourself and to say your thoughts on it and your thoughts on it and your thoughts on it, you know, than than writing in a Facebook post. Yeah. It's harder to make a book that's compelling than it is to make a movie that's compelling. Because when you, if you just have the written word to rely on, you have to work a lot harder with that written word to tell that story compellingly. Yeah. So, yes, obviously. So anyway, we felt like this week's podcast, I mean, other than touching on that, on that podcast going out and the feedback that we got on it, and, you know, I got several emails from people who were struggling with aggressiveness in their do- in their homes and or people that have had juggling. the same situation in the past and had to do, right. do something similar and spinning, spinning plates, plates as but Travis calls we, it we get emails like that though every week of people that are facing you know issues in their own homes and they want advice and unfortunately we have to say you know we've never met your dog we don't know your situation so we can't you know offer advice Yeah, um, we can point them in the right direction if right. it's someone local to have help Without observing a dog's behavior, and even sometimes observing a dog's behavior, it doesn't give you all the answers, you know? When you have random attacks, you know, which is what people are reaching out for, is what seems like a random attack to them. And maybe it wouldn't to us if we saw what was actually happening. But Or maybe it would, because it it was for me. Mm -hmm. I mean, it just, no signs, just happens. Yeah. Like what, you know, so... You know, there's all kinds of crazy circumstances out there, I'm sure. Yeah. And, yeah, it is definitely interesting hearing, yeah, what potentially some other people are going through or what they are going through. And, yeah. Yeah. And that's when, that's when it's helpful, I think, for us to share that story and other people to feel like, oh, my God, you know, You're I'm not, not alone. I'm not alone. Yeah. I'm not alone in that, you know. Something horrible happened and they had to make a decision to euthanize their dog and they've feel felt terrible about it, about it and... <clears throat> And they can realize, you know, that happens to people. I mean, we've talked about it many times, but, you know, just what if you had placed that dog in, you know, your dog in another home and it had attacked a child or killed a child, you'd have guilt there. You put your dog to sleep because you had this, you have guilt there. Exactly. Just pick your guilt. Exactly. And that goes right. Everything in my head goes back to Seuss. And you know what? I'm going to touch that subject right now before, because I need to touch that subject. And it kind of comes off the heels of this. But we, we got a lot of crap for 
happened to euthanize that dog. And I'm not sure if a lot of people realize that or not, but I'm just going to briefly go into it. He was a Bordeaux that was in a shelter in Kansas, Kansas. I think, in Kansas. Um, uh, owner surrender an older couple who said they couldn't handle him anymore. He was anymore. pulling them down. He was pulling them down. So, all right. Uh, I think we went to the transport page and had somebody drive that dog in. A woman, but I, I don't remember. Maybe you knew who she was, or I don't remember. I can't remember. Anyway, he arrived. It's fine. He's just a, you know, nice enough bear. He was he was somewhat trained. He could sit. He could down. He would do what you said. Very sweet. And Very submissive. sweet. <clears throat> um, ended up at the house of red bears. Travis fostered him. Yeah, I had to lay on the floor with him and hand feed him to to, to get him to eat. Yeah. Just as sweet as can be. Just a sweet boy. I mean, every nothing pointed to anything being dangerous. No red flags. None. No yeah. red flags. Zero red flags. I don't know how long you had him. Maybe a week or two. Well, we we had to do another introduction of somebody down there. I think somebody was coming. It's another. Back. It was another female master. I think it was Cindy Lou Who. Mm. -mm. It was it was it was a bigger female mastiff. I I, I forget who it was. I don't remember, but. Uh, I went down there to your house to do introductions because you don't ever want to do that Mind by you, yourself. It's like the 23rd of December. And it's nighttime. It's dark and it's cold. It's dark and <laughs> it's cold. But it's no big deal. I mean, this just isn't a big deal. This I can't even believe that I pushed to like have somebody help me do that. I just had one of those like... Gut, gut feelings. We're just like, man. Eh, why don't we just, you know, make sure, you know, we we got we got two on this. Because you texted me and yeah. said Kenya. It wasn't anything, like I said, that 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 he has had done at my house or anything like that. No. It's just like, well, you know, you know, I got like four or five mastiffs. Let's just, you know, let's just, just have, have a just have two sets of backup, two sets of hands, two sets of eyes. Yeah. And so I came down there and. So we did introductions. It was no, there was nothing. Boring. It was boring. Me and Travis are, were just out in the backyard talking. It's cold. I don't like it. So, you know, I'm not going to stay outside very long when it's cold. And so we chatted for a while in the dark. I can't remember who all was out there. Daryl's Everyone. out there. Everyone was out there. And add this to Daryl's scar. And this isn't a new story. You did tell this story at the time and it happened on Facebook. told this story Facebook. at the time it happened, yes. And then that's kind of what I, what I want to go into was the repercussions of the decision afterwards. Right. Um, so we're standing in Travis's backyard near his back porch and just kind of chatting. Every, the dogs are all just mingling. It's like everybody's been introduced. It's calm. It's casual. They're all just walking around the yard. No big deal. And I said, I, I don't even know if I said I'm going to go back in. I think I just turned to like walk back in the house. No, nope, you. I mean, this is all burned into my memory. You, you barely made a turn. There was no quick motion. There was no excited pack. Um, you just started to make a motion to just casually turn to walk back into the house. And here he comes, excited gallop, excited gallop right behind you. He grabbed your calf. He flipped your feet up into the air and knocked you down to the ground and then just Dorky galloped, dorky galloped, excited away. And my and my view of it, because he was watching it, but my view of it is my back is turned, and the next thing I know, something hits me really hard, and I catch air. I mean, you know, I'm not light, you know? I'm not, not, I'm not, I'm not a 100-pound little girl or anything. <laughs> so for me to be 
hit from behind where it throws my legs forward and brings me to the ground, you're, you're wow. dumbstruck as to what happened. You know, what happened? Because I didn't see it. Yeah, I mean, when you were on the ground, you thought that... You were just like kind of embarrassed for a second. Like you, I did, I, I thought, fall? Did well, I? No, well, when you, you have big you, bears like that. They could be running around like yeah, idiots they can and be, plow into the back of your leg, right? And yeah, clip you. Yeah, yeah. Which has happened to all of us, right? But I never saw it. There was nobody running around. I mean, I'm just. It's like I said. It's just calm, and I just turned my back for a second, and, and he went and got hit, and i'm 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 phased and dazed i mean and trying to figure out what happened all this is you know split seconds and travis is standing there and i felt wetness you know on the back of my and i reached down and touched the back of my pant leg and my hand was all covered in blood and i'm thinking i think i just got bit i I think that and you i remember you saying that and i didn't i like I just, I don't know, it was, I was I, dumped out of There was a lot of blankness, too. just blankness just like, of faces. I just couldn't believe what I saw. Yeah. I've never seen anything like that, even remotely like that. I didn't yeah. even think anything like that could happen. Yeah. For what? There's no cause. Right. No cause at all. Right. It'd be one thing if you did something and then looking back on it, you'd be like, yeah, I moved in this way or, you know, I shouldn't have done this or that. Oh, I did. I've done. Or if you were on guard as it was, you know? You know, when you go into that PTSD thing where you reflect, because that's what you do. Mm -hmm. You know, you think. That's what it is. Think. And thank goodness I wasn't alone, you know, that there was somebody else who saw it too. Otherwise, if I had my back turned, I would have thought, was there something else going on and behind me? you got three or four that... mastiffs outside. Yeah. Right. Like, and you got creeping who down. Who bit me? Gonna, yeah. Right. Because I didn't even see him. Yeah. I didn't see, I didn't see who it was. Yeah. So I just grabbed the back of my calf and I looked down and my, I could see my shoe was already full of blood. So I'm bleeding badly. And I'm just going to go straight into the house and figure out how to tourniquet, you know, get a look at what's going on. You went, I think you must have went and got him yeah, and put him in a crate. And I get into the kitchen and the whole back of my jeans is saturated in blood. And I pulled the, my pant leg up and, and I think it was four punctures that were, what's fascinating about it is that he didn't, he didn't tear my jeans. He punctured my leg. That's what a lot of people don't understand when it comes to dog bites and people see dog teeth and it's like, oh, sharp teeth. Or like when you see like, you know, sometimes you'll have like a small dog fight or something like that and a dog will get a puncture. Yeah. You know, somebody thinks, somebody will immediately think that like, oh, it's it's the sharp, t- sharp tooth that went into the skin. Mm-hmm. But no, every, almost every single time it is... Those two points coming together and the amount of pressure, pressure. that they can put on you, it, it'll pop that skin. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't, it's not like a tooth just going in, but, um, and yeah, I think you, I think he got you like one, two, he got you like one, two grab yeah. and, and, and flipped because yeah. yeah, you had kind of like, it was almost like a multiple bite situation, but he didn't even have a hold of you for a fraction of a second. Right. right. It was just so quick. And over nothing, and no cause, no signs, no signs of him being unsure, or you made a movement in the door. Or he's playing a game. Or he's, you know, he's just playing and miscalculated. No, he gave you everything that he had. Yeah. For no discernible reason. Yeah. And then just kind of galloped off. Like it was nothing. Like it was nothing. What what even was that? that Did he think he was playing with you? Did he, what even was that? Maybe. I, I, don't I don't know, know man. He sent me so far up in the air. It's weird. I'm, th- That's I'm what thinking it is. if he, you know, if he hit a, 
another dog like that playing, that other dog would come back at you. I've just know? never seen your pant leg when you're going, you know, this is what's going on in the text. It was a struggle with to the get that leg, to stop, too. And it's yeah, like it was a struggle to get it to stop. Blood. Yeah. Okay, I mean, here comes the help text, and naturally I'm not on the property. Because never, you're never useless on the property. <laughs> Can I just reiterate that she's You're either useless. on vacation or you're not here. No, I was leaving on vacation the next day. It's Christmas. You actually got here very fast. Yeah, and I was 20 minutes away. Yeah. I was on Custer and I think she and got here at 12. Yeah. <laughs> I, was fly- I was like sitting. Doug and the girls had left. They were driving ahead to California, and Mabel was still little, so I could fly with her, and I'm not driving you know, with a kid under two. That's awful. So they went ahead, and I was just going to fly the next day, and we were going to get there at the same time. So Mabel and I are just like at Muya, like having a burger before I'm going to go home and put her to bed. I don't even have a diaper bag with me. You know, she's still in diapers. I have no clothes. I have nothing. <laughs> and I get this text. And now I got to, like, fly up here because I'm the only medically, you know, proficient person to try to decide if you I was just worried about. I was worried about getting it to stop. That's what I was worried about. Cause me it too. Because <clears throat> it was bleeding pretty, pretty bad. But anyway. <clears throat> but, yeah, we got a lot of backlash for that. I had a, I had a guy call me up. We had a guy that called really? the ranch threat. Well, let me let's just backtrack because, you know, he bit me. I go to the hospital. Yada yada. It was terrible. <laughs> you took it was, a. You're just glossing over the yada, fact yada, that yada. Yeah, <laughs> it took a while. Yada yada yada. The hospital. A while to get her to go to the hospital. I remember you fighting about <clears> going <throat> to the hospital. Did I, I go to the hospital? You, I don't think you did. You went to the hospital on like day four. No, oh. I think Carly looked at it. And then Carly's like saying she needs to go. She no, Carly go. looked at my burn. Whenever I had a burn, well, maybe it was Carly. I, think Carly I don't remember. Carly looked at your leg too. Yeah, I think you're right. I think maybe I wouldn't go to the hospital. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah, sure you until it started Seems getting like infected. Similar <laughs> something you would do. <laughs> oh, you mean you'd be a difficult patient? That's something you'd do. So. I'm fine. But so then, it, but the backlash it from it was the backlash from it was that we're going to euthanize this dog because yeah. we can't. We're not going to place this dog in a home and take exactly. the chance that your five-year-old that comes to visit, you know, is killed. Is killed. What? No, I'm sorry. There's no dog. Someone that's worth might that. say, nope. "Well, what if it's an only dog home? I don't well, care. Well, what if a, the Boy Scout comes to the door selling, you know, what if the was What if he was yeah. in an only dog home with me? Yeah. And he yeah. did that to me, and yeah. I'm home alone. If you have your friend come over, he's just going to randomly maul you for no reason. You can't. No reason at all. That's irresponsible. No. I, I didn't even feel, you know, because we had to work with that dog for, for 10 days. Yeah, we, had to, to we had to, to hold him. We had to hold him because, you, because you, you can't euthanize a dog that's bitten a human like that without doing the rabies hold. So you had to, you had to do a 10-day so hold. Dumb, by yeah. the way. And, you know, we kept him in the lounge, and, and you're the only one. I wouldn't go near that dog. You're yeah. the only one. I never felt comfortable with that dog again. And yeah. a couple of times he would... Get like these wild, excited modes and kind of do almost the same thing where he's like going to run up behind you. And yeah, I had to work with that dog for 10 days straight. Yeah. Morning, midday, afternoon, feeding. I never felt comfortable, obviously, again, like working with that dog. Yeah. um, I either had like a knife or a gun on me whenever I worked with him. So, you know, we we consulted with Dr. D. We consulted with... I know Chris Monday from the Bordeaux, the president of the Bordeaux Rescue, reached out to me, and she's like, in, un, in no uncertain terms, would that dog needs to be euthanized. Yeah. There's yeah. just, there is just no way. Some of them are just not right in their heads. Hey, 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 kitty. And you just can't, you just can't. It's irresponsible. All right. 
And it's not anything we ever want to do. No. But doing the right thing is sometimes the hardest thing to do. Right. So I put that on the Facebook page, what had happened. Because we try to be transparent. Because I try to be transparent. A lot of rescues, when they do this. They just do it and they don't ever talk about it. You don't ever hear about it. Because who wants to have this conversation, frankly? Who wants to get backlash for something that's already hard? And I don't think people realize how much... Because we got a lot, a lot, a lot of crap about that dog. A no, lot. From the rescue world and from yes. the public. But the public. You know, just these things. Telling us what we should have com- done. Comments of, you know, you're killing him. Uh, you know, how dare you kill him? The, I mean, it, well, it's. you're still in bed with your leg that hurts so bad you can't walk. Did you post pictures of, like, the blood? Oh, yeah. Yes, and I got criticized for that, too. Wow. Yeah. I remember there right. was some there Get was in. some guy that said, what does that accomplish? Because you just need to make the dog more of a monster. Yeah. Well, it is the you... internet, so you're always right. going to get something. Right. But, right. Like, but yeah, you know, I had a guy, a guy, you know, call me up, and he's just like, you know, I've been working with Mastiffs I'm, I'm for, bringing for, a gun. So, for, for, for like so-and-so much time, and, you know, I have this many mastiffs and you know i have experience and i was like okay you have experience i was like first i was just like you know in, in my gut i'm like i hate you yeah don't call me but i'm like okay you have experience it's like let me let me tell you in detail what exactly happened let me talk to you about triggers and mm-hmm. um and how i saw none of this yeah this is a completely unprovoked attack well, I can still, I go, no, man, you, you, you have no idea what you're talking about. You have no idea what you think you're, what you think you're taking on. This is, this is an untenable situation here. Um, and then he starts going, well, you know, I'm, I'm 30 minutes down the road and you know what? I know where you're at. I'm just going to come and get the dog. And I go, are you kidding me right now? Are yeah. you going to say that to me that. on I the phone? Yeah. Yeah. Like, we literally had to call the police. We no, had to no. call the police. Yeah. So well, come get that dog, and I go. Let me let me be very clear with you here on the phone, man. Like, you're not going to come to my property, and take my property. I go. You know. He's going to save that dog from you. Apparently. That's. I mean. That's. That's the mindset. I'm going to save his life from you. Yeah. No, you. That's, that's who you're. That's who you're dealing but with. But then I just have to tell him. It's like, dude. Like. You, Did you, you forget what you, state if, we're if, in? If, if yeah. you if you come here, like. You're, you are not, you need to understand you are not welcome here. And if you come here, it's like, man, I'm going to shoot you, dude. You can only get to come, you know. Oh, gonna, you, oh, and then he goes, oh, you threatening me? I go, okay, let's, 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 let's back up a little up, bit right here. A little bit. Hold, you yeah. just threatened me that you're going to come to my property and take my property away by force. So, yeah. <laughs> I did. Yeah, I responded and I, to and your threat. Really, I feel really confident saying that. No, you! Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, people just get like... Sometimes people are just flying off the handle emotionally and just having something else going on, and this just somehow amplifies it or whatever. Well, you just um, hit that keyboard warrior, and then exactly. they just said it out loud to another person. But, you know, that guy was really dumb. It's like he told me your name, yeah. and he had, like, commented on the post saying all kinds of dumb shit and just like, just oh, okay. You know, he wasn't close. You know, it's like, dude, here's a picture of you and your wife on your Facebook page. Right. It's like, moron. So yeah, I'll just we'll just call your local authorities and let them know that you just threatened me, even though it's BS because he said he was down the road. But, you never know. But I don't care. Mm-hmm. And he actually called me back like thirty minutes later. He's like, man, I'm really sorry, you know. Yeah, because I'm, the police actually, had called him by then. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So you know, I was thinking about it. You know, I'm really sorry, and you know, I, I'm actually, I'm actually way, I'm actually way across the country. And I go, you know, I really appreciate, you know, 
you saying that you're sorry, but you have to, from my point of view, you're some crazy guy on the internet who just called me and threatened me. So I'm just going to continue to act accordingly. Click. Yeah. Because yeah, how are you supposed to know he's not going to make good on that? He's a stranger. I'm not going to tolerate that, yeah. you know. And until you're personally threatened with, with mm. it, it, you know, it, it just has a different, a different effect. And yeah, I really did have empathy for him, and you could tell he like had a really bad day, but I don't care. I'd have a bad day. Too. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know the bad people. swings of this guy's day goes. You know, no, I'm going to continue. I'm just going to make a report and make things known because people are crazy. Yeah. And sometimes dogs are crazy too. So let's not put them together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a combo. Crazy yeah. dog, crazy guy, fetch. So we waited the 10 days and we euthanized Seuss because that was the right thing to do. And um, it's, it's, you know, when you're talking about any of these dogs that we have this kind of a situation with, we have to do the responsible thing. We, we can't. There are people out there and there are rescues out there that a dog is to be saved no matter what. But most insurance policies, most insurance insurers that insure rescues have a clause in their policy that says you will not take a dog with a bite history mm -hmm. or you'll lose your insurance policy. Now, do rescues do that without, you know, they don't come in and audit us for that. But if it's ever known, we would lose, you know, our ability to be insured. Right. I mean, it's just a fact. Right. So, yeah. So, you know, Seuss goes into the category of PTSD, like, you know, what Travis went through with... <clears throat> I still have... When we have a... It's typically a big dog. So, you know, when we have a new Mastiff come in or we have something come in, and anytime I have to turn my back on that dog, I have that flash through my head. I have that flash through my memory. And I immediately just push it out. Just yeah. you just push it out because it's because it's not logical. Right. It's completely bizarre and out of the ordinary. And completely and, illogical. You know, not repeatable. Right. But but is it there? It's always there. Yeah. It's always it's always going to be there. So, you know that. Just want to kind of. I always kind of talk about wanting to cover that dog and the ramifications of that, and you know, a lot of people who follow our page. They're just they're they're supportive people and, and they might not see the negative stuff and they always can't believe that somebody would call the ranch that people would email. say that email that oh. people wouldn't write the nasty comments that they write but they but they're out there there's lots yeah. of them that are out and there and they'll always be out there they're and we just be gotta you know that just that just that's that's just how it goes that's with the funny. internet yes so that's what happens when you put it all but out it's still there. not fun. No, it's not fun. It's yeah. not fun to be, it's not fun to be judged. It's not fun to be criticized. It's not, you know, because honestly, guys, we're just trying to do the best we can. Yeah, for, <laughs> I mean, for free. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we don't get paid for what we do. We just, it's, it's. Now we've worked all day today. And now right. We're, if right. we look a little tired, that's why. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, these, uh, you know, these situations can happen you know once again when we're dealing with thousands and thousands of dogs you're going to get some some really weird outliers whether that's medically behaviorally or or whatever and it's just it's just it's just part of the game so and when we see something like that when we have something like that happen with a dog like Seuss, we're not playing with that we're yeah. not 
I mean, this is my philosophy when it comes to dogs like that because so many other people and even other rescues, they're like, well, we'll take it and we'll rehab it and we'll, do, you know. Okay, you know, I get the, you know, let's rehab and fix dogs. Because we had a lot of that, too. We have a lot of that. of like With Seuss. You know, a lot lots of, of other rescues want to take it. Oh, and give them to my worst it. enemy. Nope. Right. But here's the thing is there's like hundreds of thousands of dogs out there that are getting put to sleep right now. That won't bite you. That's the argument that always sticks in my head when it comes to, so, why don't you just place a dog? That, because there's lots of other dogs that would never do that that deserve a home, too. And right. That, and they're getting euthanized every exactly. day. Right. So, mm-hmm. I'm, so I'm not going to spend my energy or take the risk on something that has already proven to me what it is. Well, I'm going to add to that, because we did get a lot of that with Seuss, of other rescues saying, we'll take him, give him to us, we'll take him. <laughs> that dog is our responsibility. He's in our care. He's our responsibility. Just because we take him and put him into another rescue's hands doesn't mean that I don't still feel that responsibility. Exactly. Because I do. We, if we hand that dog off to some other rescue and he ends up killing somebody... It's on you. You don't, think, you... You don't think I'm not going to feel horrible about right. that? No. I just always flash on a child. That's the one thing I flash on because people say, well, what if it's an only dog home? Well... Just because you don't have a child or another dog in the home, it's the only... Yeah. You think a dog hasn't bitten a person that lived in an only All dog t- home? Yeah. What, what happens if it knocks your fence down and kills the child Doesn't, in the door? The wind blew yeah. the fence down at nighttime and you didn't know and you Does let the dog out. Does nobody live around you? Does some kid's right. football not end up in your yard the like Girl once a year? sell cookies. Now one of them's dead. What are we yeah. doing? Yeah. What so, makes you think he doesn't want to kill you? Right. And, Seriously. And, it's and not even like... We've had dogs in that situation. We have had you know, where we've had to advise, you know, the adopter, this is unsafe for you now. Yes. Yeah. You know. After the, and, it was fine in our care, but something has happened since then. Right. And I mean, I know this is not our podcast for tonight, but, you know, there yeah. are situations where. I will always choose the life of a person always, exactly. over the life of a Always. 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 Right. And I won't feel bad about it. And also, like you said, it's like, you know. There's plenty of other dogs who won't bite you. It's like, yeah, I could work with Seuss every day. I don't want to. I could. I don't want to, and I won't. Yeah. But if I spent my time working every single day with him, uh, a dog that can, you know, bite you and literally kill you. I mean, that could have got you in a wrong spot. She was alone. Could have got you higher on the leg. You could have been alone. One artery. He could have flipped you, bit you, uh, knocked you unconscious, and you could have you could have been in a in a completely different ball game. It's like, yeah, there's plenty of other dogs that, you know, in, in the amount of time that I would spend working with just that one dog that I would never feel comfortable adopting to anyone, um, I could say. Or having sa- anyone I, at your house. I, I, could save, I could save 250 dogs in the amount of time where I'm working on just one. Yeah. That's incredibly dangerous. Yeah. And completely unpredictable. So, yeah, it's just triage. Yes. That's right. Being realistic, being practical, being responsible, all of those things. That's the best good. <clears throat> not passing our problem to someone Not else. passing our problems to Seriously, someone else. Seriously, yeah. That not, I'm not, not going to kick that can down the road and I ever, believe that's a thing and ever, and ever sleep the same at night. Well, I mean, we would never, I mean, a lot, a lot of times in rescues, you get dogs in where people haven't told you the truth. Yes. Where rescues don't and tell you. And more than likely, that dog was the, the case. The truth. Hey, and with Seuss, we saw the paperwork. He was like on his, like third home adopted out from the people yeah. just kept returning him they because that's somebody else kicking the can that's what that's what they were doing with him ends up in a shelter or little cryptic things of oh 
we obviously they didn't can't handle, handle them or whatever. But no, he was he was on his third house and like. I just think it's ethically irresponsible to. I think so too. And, and, and you know yeah, what? Because if, if somebody just did the right thing, then my mom wouldn't. Well, she has a, she has a huge hospital. scar now for life. Yeah. yeah. And Physically and mentally. Didn't, uh-huh. didn't hit an artery. Because yeah. those people before kicked the can down the road instead of stepping up and doing what probably needed to right. be done. <clears throat> right. So, anyway, that's our dog biting. So, let's talk about, let's talk about the week that we just had. Not that it's any better. I was thinking What's about worse? this, and I just feel like. I mean, and you know, you're going to have peaks and valleys, and I just feel like we're we've, in a valley. we've <laughs> had a little bit of heaviness, so I hate for it to be back-to-back kind of heavy That's what I mean. podcast. We're in a no mountains. We a happy one to yeah, I mean, we're but No, sorry. <laughs> I mean, we have one. some positives <laughs> that, are, that have happened in the midst of... We refer of, to this as being in the vortex. Well, we refer to it also as the shitstorm. <laughs> because sometimes... <laughs> It's just one of these times where anytime I look down at a text and it says, please call me, uh, I never want to call you because it can never possibly good. be good. It's never like, I just want to tell you. And right so now. sometimes it could be good. It's just too long to type. And she's really like, that's very rare. <laughs> <laughs> and she knows if I send her that text during the day, it can't possibly be good. No, no. It's like the help text we get over here. We know that too. Like when I when I see those texts, you guys exchange that between each other. I'm like, ah. bad stuff's happening. I can smell it. <laughs> so we had. I'm just gonna start at the beginning with unity because I am still dumbstruck by this. Well, we're just devastated. We, we just another, we're devastated. We just had another 30 minute conversation with Dr. Reno about it before we even started this podcast because. Okay, so we get Unity off the streets on January 7th. Um, with several other dogs. What came up from the valley? It was, like, it was like Peace and Union and Unity, and I think that was country. it. Country. And Country. There were four dogs. They were all from different places. They, they weren't from, from the same places. place. They just got transported in by Raquel, so, right. so she brought them all in. And I, I believe Unity was on the street, wasn't no, she? No, she was just picked up as a stray. Picked up as a stray. Great. And they, they picked her up, and her belly was already mm-hmm. like this. She was big. By the time she, because she, she came to the ranch, so for that just, Jen could take her. She well, came we had her for like three hours. We had her for like three hours in her crate <laughs> while we waited for Jen to come and get her, because she was big and pregnant. Oh, she, goodness, was she big and just as sweet as can be yeah just a sweet little there's dog. not been one person who's met this dog who doesn't love who this doesn't dog love her. Yeah. even dr reno said tonight i, just I love, love this dog you know <laughs> so she's big and pregnant okay um she goes to dr d gets her exam when will i ever stop saying dr d you dr won't. reno you won't do it just know that if you're listening to this dr d dr reno you said that to, you said that to, same person. Same you said that to her on the phone while you were talking to her it's like olivia <laughs> and cute baby yeah you referred her as dr d in the conversation with dr so anyway, she gets her exam. She's heartworm positive, very pregnant, due in a couple of weeks, I think. Nothing was shocking about that. Nothing she's shocking. The she's been on the street. Positive. Yeah, and whatever. The thing that was interesting <laughs> when Jen took her home was that she was housebroken. So somebody loved her somebody at some point. Somebody loved her at some point. Or she's just super smart. Or she's just Well, she is smart. a chihuahua. You know, they are known to be, you know. Okay. You're just telling us how Danny looks with his phone and finds the pee on the floor. <laughs> 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 You'll be talking about cheese or something. That was throw under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> In case you didn't know, I do like a chihuahua. She does <laughs> like a chihuahua. She likes the really she likes tiny them ones. so much she, she has four of them. Yeah. <laughs> 
You got a pack of chihuahuas. Anyway, uneventful. January. She has her puppies like two weeks later. At the ER. In the night because they only start having puppies when it's time for me to go to sleep. That's, That's right. the only time anybody <laughs> has puppies. Well, you do go to sleep at like 4 p.m. It's, it's a Friday and, or Saturday night. And, and then she has, was it seven puppies? Seven. She had seven. She almost had to have a blood transfusion because, I mean, this is a tiny little dog. Oh, puppies in there. And she, to have seven puppies, she barely lived. Mm. And then for to have all seven puppies live. And they all lived. That's a miraculous all healthy, all thing. Everything, everything Off the was... streets, no, you know. Yep. Her, her photos before she gave birth were like really uncomfortable. Uncrazy, crazy. Yeah. Like somebody. She like looked like a bale water balloon about yeah. to. Yeah, like yeah. the one Pop. that we see pictures of now. That what's that? That dog? palm. The double bubble. Double bubble. Oh, that's not even close to <laughs> what this dog looked like. It's pretty. She's pretty big. It's pretty. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah. Anyway, so it was uneventful. She had her puppies. They were all healthy. She's a great mom. She raised raised them all up. Weaned her babies. It, it could not have gone more smoothly. No. Everybody was healthy from the get-go. From the get-go. We never had a, a bump in the road where we were worried or had to rush one to the ER. Or... It's important to say that during that time from when Unity came in until she weaned her pups, we can't vaccinate her. Because, can't vaccinate a pregnant dog. Because she's pregnant and then she's lactating. So, yeah. you, so you just have to, you have to wait till she weans her puppies. So she did. She weaned her puppies. Um, we vaccinated her. Jen weans at about five weeks, five and a half weeks, starts to taper them into gruel and soft food and <clears throat> so by the time the pups are six weeks old then it's time to start taking care of the mom she gets her vaccines and we start to look at you know taking care of her she's got heartworm so she's there's gonna go on her doxy and right so now we have to start taking care of her she starts taking her doxy um the puppies get adopted all of them except for upbeat because he couldn't get a flight from wisconsin spring break he couldn't get a flight so on March 27th, six of those puppies went home, and I think it was five or six days later. It was the next Saturday. So they so, were all adopted on Saturday, and then... The following Saturday. His family came and got him. There's, there's nothing here for us to be concerned about. Yeah. Everybody's healthy. Everybody's Unity's fine. fine. Unity's fine. There's no none of the other dogs, mama dogs, at Jen's house are sick. None of the... And Jen keeps them all separate anyway. Yeah, they're so, all right. kept in separate rooms. And on the 27th, when six of those seven puppies got adopted, Jen does that at the sanctuary. So she meets at the sanctuary, brings the puppies, the families come one at a time. She goes over all the details with the you know their vaccination records and yada yada. And when she finished with that, she's taking Kiss home. Because Kiss is getting ready to, you know, she's due in like 10 days or something. Jen likes to get them like 10 days ahead of time so she can get start taking settled. their temperature, get them settled, and start getting the baseline of what their temperature is. So on that day, those puppies got adopted, and Kiss went home with Jen. Like I said, once again, nothing eventful here. Nothing, nothing that we haven't done. Nothing to even. Nothing times, even. A million times. times. hundred times. Um. So the following Saturday, he comes and adopts the, the last little Chihuahua puppy. Still nothing happening. I don't know which date Easter went to Jen's. I don't know which date that intake was. Was it the Sunday after the... Anyway, we'd be I'm not speculating because sure. we're sitting... I don't be, have because, we're, because we're grasping at straws trying to figure out <clears throat> how this could have happened. So, Upbeats Jeff is the... The man who adopted Upbeat and named him Bruno. 
had him home was it a week before he said he contacted us and said that he wasn't was feeling the, well the, like a week monday and he contacted you know is anybody sick you know he's sick runny nose he's got a runny nose and it's he sounded like upper respiratory infection something that we see all the time kennel cough and well, he, he, flew, he had flown he had from flown with you know, him did you pick up from dallas from to wisconsin the so or, we're know. just not hearing anything out of the ordinary of you know a round of antibiotics at that time no none of the other puppies were sick unity wasn't sick there was nothing going on and yeah, you know, so we just kind of stayed in touch. So he, you know, he's working with the vet and going to put him on a little bit of antibiotics. It, it, it's fine. I mean, it's it, this it's kind normal, of thing, right? This kind of thing can happen. It's not a big deal. A couple days later, Unity was supposed to go in for her heartworm treatment at Doctor D's, and Doctor D texts me and she goes, "She's not well. She has a she has a she has a boogery nose, and like." boogery eyes so she goes i'm not doing heartworm treatment and i'm not doing her second set of vaccines because she had had her she had had her booster her first one but when, we, even when she told us that that day it didn't it didn't register but because of what was going on with jeff i start going whoa yeah wait a minute yeah you know do we is there some is correlation, there correlation between here? the two here and so then we but start, still wasn't like red flag. No, it wasn't. Nose. It it's wasn't. Like, but the, at that point, Jeff's vet had said, "Hey, you know, let's." Was the, when was the mom vaccinated? You know, it's, st questions started to be asked, and we're starting to kind of look, and the hair starts to kind of stand up on my arms, and I'm like, "Surely not! Surely not! Surely not!" I do want to say this though. <clears throat> in the rescue world, at the shelters, dogs that come in, the PBAC is the worst. Um, when they have any dog that has either eye discharge or a nasal discharge they they're held for distemper or yeah. held for distemper it's a, it's they immediately for distemper. do a distemper test so many descriptions test. of dogs that you see at pvac it's pending distemper test pending, pending distemper, distemper test pending so, distemper. and distemper test takes five to seven days business days mm -hmm. to get back to get back so you know it's normal for a vet for jeff's vet to say we should probably test him for distemper and we're, like, out, we're like we're like no but we still didn't even at that i was like i just can't imagine right you know because because he wasn't having any neurological signs he was just still having upper respiratory <laughs> and when you have a really sick puppy they're lethargic they don't want to eat yeah. i mean yeah. all those things that we see in kennel cough <laughs> yeah you know is what he was doing so even when he was getting sicker it just sounded like a well, really bad little, case so, of, yeah. you know, little and then it kind cough. of went to, he doesn't, you know, it's a little bit gastrointestinal, which can be another symptom of distemper. Right. Um, or you're on a lot of medication and their stomachs get upset and right. they've got to settle their, you know. Right. But then, but then like four days later, then Jen said something's wrong with unity because she's a little she's off a little balance. Girl. She's a little, a little bit like she's, she's unsteady on her feet. That's what she said. And we're like, oh, my God. Could this... Could, and how? How? You've had this dog for like four months now. You, you have to understand, Jen lives alone. Jen works from home. There isn't things coming and going from her house. And she's meticulously clean about... Well, she's a registered nurse. She does case management. I mean, she's an RN, yes. you know? So she knows, she knows what she's doing. Yeah. So how on earth can we have the potential for this mama... And her baby to have distemper. Now, we don't have a positive test. But no, let me back up. Just by the time we're to this point, just so we get the timeline kind of right, Jeff had already contacted us. This is Upbeat's dad. And he had had to move the puppy to a specialty hospital. And it was not looking good. By the time 
unity showed anything like this. And the minute that we got that phone call, I was in touch with Jeff saying, hey, this is happening with us, you know, and we stayed in contact back and forth through the whole time, you know, helping with this. But we didn't know about unity until way when it, you know. Which makes sense. A baby is going to be sicker than you know, a, a dog with an adult immune system. And you Does to, that make sense? I mean, I, I just don't yeah, get, I don't, I, I don't get how. A puppy with, a, well, with less, less of an immune system. It's not, not as hardy as like, you yeah. know, right. I, well, I was just thinking about, you know, just, 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 just the timeline where it's like, how does it take so long for, well, we go with the incubation period of anything. It could be like, you know, seven to 14 days. Well, but see, this so. is the difficult part because, because I, I know this about distemper. I know that from the time they're exposed until you see symptoms is going to be two to three weeks. Not so, months. Weeks. Not months. Two to three weeks. So if we, have, if we have a sick mama and we have her sick baby, where did they get that two to three weeks ago? Where could they... Where that the other ones didn't get. That, right. That, that all the other puppies are healthy that got adopted a week earlier. So, you know, I'm reaching out to Dr. D, and she's like... She said absolutely she's not. She's like, there's just no way. No. There's just no way. You have, to, you have to understand about her that she's like... She always says, she always says she's the gatekeeper of germs. So... <laughs> I have, so this is hilarious. I mean, I have gone in there and she, we've had a dog that, you know, has some kind of like skin issue whatsoever. And she's like gowned up, gloved up, masked up. She don't mess around with because that. She, because she doesn't, thinks it's scabies. You know, she always goes straight to scabies. You well, know, and, prepare for and that's scabies. what I'm saying. Even with Jeff's vet to go straight to distemper, they have to. They have to go straight to that. But his vet didn't even do that. His first vet that saw him said, you know... But he just had a little bit of a runny nose right. at his first vet. But no one suspects, I mean, where we live. It's just not something that's common where yeah. we live. Yeah. You know, everybody has their pets vaccinated. It's just not something that you see or hear about with your neighbors. You know, it's... Right, and you would expect that possibly from a valley dog where it hasn't been vaccinated. Right. But these dogs have been here for months Well, that's without what I, that. And, that's and, and Unity had been vaccinated three weeks prior to this happening. And if somebody had loved her at some point, more than likely she would have gotten another vaccine at some point and in her life. And she had been at Jen's house for three and a half months. That's the thing. Three and a half if you got, months. If you, if you got that dog and suspected December and quarantined that dog to be safe, we were long past that period. Oh, yeah. Way past So it. it's... Way past well, that. Well, when I brought it up, I mean, y'all were on the text when I went to your mom and I said, hey, I don't know. These symptoms are looking like this. And what did I say? I said, I am not going there. I am not. I will not. I shan't. I will not. Because it's outrageous. It's... It's very, it, yeah, very, very, very. It's timeline preposterous. Yeah. But I just been back and forth so much with Jeff that by the time we got to that point, my gut just was feeling like, wait a minute, wait a minute, this is not good. And it wasn't, and it wasn't good. And eventually, his little pup. Well, today, I I was at work and my phone and there's his name. No text. Can I call you? No nothing. Just there's his name and I know. Yeah. I just know. Yeah. So he sent, he, he, they sent off a distemper test on his pup, which takes, like I said, five to seven business days to come back. And then Unity was behind that pup. Unity was like two days behind every symptom that he, you know, at the end. Yeah. 
So, but we week. had her hospitalized where our neurologists are because that's who deals with distemper. And so we sent a test off for her too, but it's two days behind right. this pup's test. Well, this pup did pass away. And the, the results of that came back today as positive for distemper. Which means hers are going to come back. So positive. which means hers are going to come back positive for distemper too. It's so. still just bananas. It's just absolutely. And bananas. I mean, it's heartbreaking for all of us. We love. We personally know this family. Um, He's been. Just, they've been clients at the ranch. He was the chief of police for Anna. Um, and just the most. I, I can't even begin to tell you how gracious and the kind. This could not have sweet. happened to a nicer man. Yeah. Honestly. Um, in the midst of his heartbreak. He was still just being as nice as he possibly could be, yeah. you know, just never a harsh word. Um, it was just, just terrible. Yeah. So, I mean, here we sit with something that we still don't have any idea how it happened. And, um, and you may never know. We might not ever know, but we're still trying to figure out as much as we possibly can. The, the, the Stemper test came back to today and... My question is, is, is wildlife a possibility? Is wildlife coming into Jen's yard a possibility? Oh, I don't well. see why not. So, I mean, and we well, have that here. Confirm that? <clears throat> well, because, because Dr. D went and pulled the timeline of, of the only dog that Jen took home during that time was Easter. Because Easter was so terrified and so shut down. And she came with that little one-eyed pup, Peeps. So we just said, we'll just send that. We'll just send her off to Jen's. What you have to understand with distemper is, A, the vaccine is, is, is very good. If you have vaccinated dogs for distemper, they're not going to get it. They're no. not going to get distemper. Uh, distemper doesn't live in the environment very well like parvo it dies really quickly like parvo will live out there for forever know, for a year it'll live out there it's bananas but distemper doesn't it's not a hardy virus it really it really needs contact with another dog it just needs to to transmit like covid that's what dr d always relates it to like covid as particles you know in the it's air not sitting on the surface for three months and you touch exactly. it exactly. it has to come out of your mouth your body and drop catch, catch another body real fast otherwise it's not right and it's like mm. on a on a household surface at room temperature, it can live like three to four hours. And that's it. And now they're saying like at, at colder temperatures where it's down towards freezing, it's going to have a little bit longer lifespan. But still, it's not a hardy mm. virus. Right. It's easily killed with bleach. So, so the likelihood of it being passed in that way is... Well, so our, con our concern was, going back to dogs that are vaccinated for distemper... Because Kiss was vaccinated. Kiss was vaccinated. Because we didn't know she was pregnant. We didn't know she was pregnant, so we va we vaccinated her. Yeah. Um, Cadbury had a little <laughs> bit of a snotty nose. So Dr. D was wondering, because some dogs, even if they're, if they're vaccinated, they can get distemper a little bit. Like just a little mild symptom. Like COVID. Like a little bit of a snotty. Like, like when COVID. they get it and like you, COVID. you don't even really know they have it. Exactly. Yeah. Some of them are, can be asymptomatic. Well, this kind of thing freaks me out. Well, because if you think about that, like people are walking around, dogs are walking around with distemper and carrying it around, you would have seen it all the time. So that's still even a very unlikely scenario. It's possible, but really unlikely. Except for you don't see it all the time because it's not hardy and doesn't live in the environment. Right. 
and we vaccinate and all of our dogs. Really good. It's right. not like parvo. Explain really quick, quick, quickly the difference between parvo in the ground and distemper in the soil, let's say in your backyard. Right. And parvo is a hardy virus. Right. Doesn't die in the yard. It's you have to you have to kill it with bleach. It's hard to or eradicate fire. And it, with right. fire. Yeah, with fire. Right. And so it, it so, can stay like up to months to in the soil in right. or a year. So you can take your puppy to the park and st- step where Parvo was, and your puppy where Parvo was a year ago. Uh, like and a your path, puppy like think yeah. of a path at the park, and somebody's dog with Parvo pooped on it right. or something, and it got washed off with the rain. It's six still months there. ago. It's still there. Right. And the Parvo vaccine is not as good as the distemper vaccine. It's pretty good, and there's a series of them that they need to have. But a dog can still get parvo and be vaccinated. It's not as likely, but it's not it's not like distemper. So parvo is way worse, but the recovery of parvo is different than the recovery of distemper. Right. Because distemp- because a dog that gets distemper, it's the full gamut. Parvo is a gastrointestinal disease. It attacks the gastrointestinal system. Diarrhea, vomiting, and, you know. The way way Parvo kills is dehydration. Right. And the only way that you can, the the treatment for either one of them is only support. Supportive care. IVs. That's it. Supportive care. Their body has to be able to fight it Mm -hmm. off. So, but the difference is if a dog survives Parvo, they don't have any long-lasting effects. Right, they should be fine. Right. But if a dog There's gets no distemper, they can have long-lasting Brain damage. damage. Yeah. They can, they can, because it's neurological. Mm-hmm. So they can develop twitching and um, unsteadiness. Seizure. And, and we've said before, nothing good comes from neuro. Right. right. And it can go into full-blown seizures. But there are dogs who can get parvo and recover from it with mild symptoms. Mild deficits. And that's what, we're, that's what we're hoping for unity. That's what we're hoping. That's what we're hoping. Because she's she does look as well as I think she could look yeah, but now that for you now. Got, now that you have the positive test from the puppy, like... Oh, she, I, I guarantee we, Yeah, what are the odds that the mom We think the, yeah, the writing's on the but wall But still, for we that. don't know where she got it. No, you're so, talking I, about so Easter. I go back to Easter, and Easter never had a snotty nose. No. But she came in with Cadbury. And they were auctioned off at the same place. So, like, were they on the auction block? Did they share a cage? I don't know. I just don't know. So, did Easter, like, did she have a little bit of it on her face? And she went to Jen's? And then, I mean, it's so I mean, we we can what what if ourselves. You're you're splitting hairs so much now that you're never going to get in there. So, let's play the what what if game. When you have the guilt, you know, I mean, there's just such tremendous guilt with this. But I go back, we're seven years in. And... We got to be known that we've had something tragic like this. We have never had a puppy go to an. I mean, it gives me chill bumps, and I I literally want to throw up and cry. But we've never had a puppy go into a home and die of distemper ever. No, and I don't ever want it to happen again. I'm I'm heartbroken for the family, and I've told them over and over again. It's terrible. I'm just so very very sorry that they had to go through this. I just the thought of someone losing a puppy. Two Losing weeks a puppy into in it, general is just awful. Exactly for thing. Laura, who works with these families to adoption, you know, and and talks and to Jen, them and, gets, Jen, and, Jen, and Jen, who's nursed oh, to take care of this puppy. I mean, I just yeah. it, it's, it's terrible. I, we keep using the word terrible. devastating, but I can't express to people how devastating this is. You invest so much in the the puppies' lives, in the adoptive families, you know, just within the rescue. Yeah. All of us are just. We're in it deep. Yeah. Well, and and then to have something like this happen where you can't understand how this happened or what happened, you know, 
when something bad happens, then you immediately try to self-evaluate. Normal people do. You try to self-evaluate. Yeah. Like, what... What did, what, we do? what did we do yeah. wrong? What mistake did we make? And how can we learn from this? Yeah. You know, we call we them our, our, our scars or scars. battle wounds or yeah. whatever you want to call them. If, you know, this happened and we learned that lesson and now we'll never do that again. But right. it also makes you stop. Like when you're in the middle of it, it literally makes you stop and say, wait a minute, you know... I know we're doing a lot of good, but I think do I, I want to do I this? I think I said in the group text, I don't think I want to do this anymore. I know. I think we, Wes and I had to talk you off a ledge there. I, I we, just, all have, we all have moments like that, and that's that's it's understandable to have a moment like that in a situation like this because it's horrible. Because it's we, horrible. Don't, we don't want to harm people. Well, it's, it's, hor- I mean, it's horrible, hor- and it happened to you even though you made no mistakes. Right. So, yes. So... That's what Wes kept saying. It's possible that we lost here, even though no mistakes. No, I, were I didn't made. say it. Captain McCard said it. He's like, it's possible well, to make zero weavery. mistakes and still lose. That's life. <laughs> <clears throat> Nerd alert. Nerd I alert. like answers. I like answers because I, because, because then you have control. When you don't have an answer, you're these are not in control. What are you gonna do? Because if it's like some animal or something, if it's like a mouse or like a possum, it would be like a possum or something. Or like a freaking I like, it today. Like a freaking owl. An owl flies over Jen's and yard and poops in the yard or something. It was like skunks and raccoons and foxes and coyotes. You got all of those right there by Jen's. What? I'll tell you what I'm going to do about it. <laughs> okay, because oh, no. because when she does that, it means I have to do something. Because I want a solution for stuff like this. She wants control. I don't, I, draw. I'm gonna get. I don't want ever, ever to have this ever happen ever again. And so I, I said to Dr. D today, can we test Easter and Cadbury and see if either one of them have, do they show that they had a tiny bit of distemper? So that we like an antibody and test. And they're perfectly healthy. These dogs but are even if perfectly, you perfectly that, healthy. That information's not actionable because are you gonna what are you gonna change about your processes going forward based nothing. on that information? I, nothing. No, it just helps exactly. you to understand that that's what happened. Be, oh, no, because wait, <laughs> don't you karate jump hand in? <laughs> because if they come back negative, then there's nothing left but wildlife. There's nothing left but wildlife. So that would be a good peace of mind. There's my, nothing you can do about it. No, of. there is something I can do about it because this is what I said to Jim. A giant net over the Jen's village, house. Yeah. The, bubble, the village is going to make your backyard astroturf because and we want because we can spray oh. that. But even okay, well, okay, okay, even that. Okay, let's just say that that's what your choice is. How often is she bleaching it? Because Every day. it does. It's not that hardy, so it didn't live that long out there. And it just like oh, the the armadillo went by with the distempering. You have to do. You have to bleach the whole yard. Like probably every three hours, you have to bleach the whole yard. Well, and, and this <laughs> this is the deal. So bad? my Boston Terrier was having diarrhea, so I take him to the vet, and I because I'm in rescue, I said, you know, I think he's got giardia. My Boston Terrier does not go to dog parks. He does not go where other dogs are. He gets lots of exercise running around our pool, in the house, through the dog door, back around. So he's acting crazy. There's no need to take him out. And there's a lot of big dogs around me. And I've had one of my dogs attacked by a big dog before, so I'm just not walking them in where I live. Yeah. Well, he did have Giardia. So I asked the vet, okay, my dogs are not around any other dogs. How does he get Giardia in my backyard? He eats Wildlife. squirrel poop. Wildlife. Well, yeah. Yeah. In my backyard. Squirrel poop, rabbit poop. And I poop. live in the to middle a dog, of it's the a delicacy. city. Oh. So it's delicious. Here, you know, I mean, and I'm doing the very best to try to protect my dog by not taking them somewhere where they can be hurt physically attacked by another dog 
or I don't go to dog parks where you're going to get no telling what off the ground. Are and I still got Giardia. You could live in a dome. Yeah. Like if you just put a dome over your house, then that then you would be safe. That's what we do at Jen's. Yeah. <laughs> we got to put the babies in a bubble. We have, we make her backyard a bubble. We're going to hermetically seal your life. I'm sure the HOA would really like that. <laughs> you don't talk to an HOA. <laughs> It's you know it's just so far fetched and so unlikely. I just, that just, there, there I, I just, just isn't you know, a, or, or just grasping. You're grasping at straws and throwing like a flamethrower at a situation that. Oh yeah, you know, big flamethrower. <laughs> <laughs> because it the doesn't make sense. Just, but the chances of it ever happening again is like ridiculous. I just never want to have the conversations that I've had well, of this this not, week. Like, you know. You know you do all these things to what end? And I'm not saying don't do it. I'm just saying, you know, if it, oh, makes, you, it. If it makes you feel better, well, even, great. But practically speaking. Even Dr. R, not Dr. D, Dr. R. Even Dr. R, who, what did you say she calls herself? Like the gatekeeper of germs? Yes. Uh, yeah. So, she, even, said, she said, if you ever want anybody at your gate that keeps germs come coming your way, hire her because she's the gatekeeper of germs. And she, and she, because she's way over the top about germs and that's cool. But even for her telling you, like, you can't prevent this. Right. Well, what she said was, you can't get yourself you can't get yourself all fired up about this because there was nothing. You that, said you don't even well, know me. Well, she does know me. It means a lot for her to say that. Right. Because... She's a wicked germaphobe. Like, well, well, she didn't even think this was possible exactly. when we first started. Exactly. She said no. She exactly. said there's just no way. And I mean, I'm still. Like, I can't even take it in. She can't either. It's she like a one either. in a bajillion chance that this is what happened. I and just, I replay the week over and over and over like it's Groundhog's Day, and I still am not yeah. processed it. Yeah. I can't either. I can't either. And I still want, I still want more answers. I want, I still and want. I just, you may never get those. That's what Dr. D keeps telling me. You might not. I said, I don't care. I'm going to explore everything. <laughs> and I, I can. can. I don't, I don't want them. I'm going to get answers. I'm gonna I'm gonna explore every opportunity there is to get an answer until there isn't any more opportunities, and then we're putting AstroTurf in Jen's backyard. <laughs> <laughs> because, because yeah, I mean, did she go out there and eat a little squirrel poo? Who knows? Well, even if you had AstroTurf or a squirrel, squirrel goes back there. That's what I mean. Like, is that because you can spray AstroTurf with yeah, something, but, and but you can't grass, you and you can't grass? Okay, but how often are you gonna spray it? Every week. Okay, until it's like brittle and dies in the sun. And then we put new down. Yeah. And we put new down. <laughs> You're so crazy. Yep. But you know, it's like anytime we make a mistake. That was Dr. D's suggestion too, by the way. To hit it with a flamethrower of bleach. No, put AstroTurf in her back. Yeah. You know, you, you look at whatever your That's mistake awesome. is that you make, <laughs> and then you try not to make that particular mistake well, again. Yeah. And it's not like we made a mistake. We had no way of preventing this from happening no way that's what i but mean we made no mistakes but it's, it's you still, still want to look at it and say hey can i do what I, I do, do better, better? uh-huh and all the while we're putting ourselves out there and being transparent because i guarantee this kind of thing has happened in other rescues you just may not hear about it yep. but we're trying to be transparent and share you know what we go through well but and all the while you're dealing with your own crap and because we're regular people and we have our own crap that we're dealing with on a regular basis i've Bessie's got bessie's eye laura's mother-in-law falls down and goes to the hospital all the time yeah I, we, i've been at the hospital three times in four weeks while all this is going on we're working my full-time job yeah i have a family she's sleepy yeah i'm kind of tired i've got bessie's eye looks i haven't read anything i'm fine I have four kids. Oh, what do you call that when you say that? I don't know. Jinx it? 
I, I you think well, you just did whatever you tell me never to do. Jinx. It's yeah. a jinx. Yeah. 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 Well, it's bad juju. We'll see. <clears throat> yeah. I, I don't, I'm not doing that. I have, I have four kids and one of them can drive. That's a bad idea. <laughs> you have ditches all the way. <laughs> yeah. Ditches with signs on them all over the place. <laughs> she can drive. She just doesn't drive well. It takes practice. She takes after her mama. <laughs> hey, I can drive fast. And I know. Fast. On the road. fast and well are two different things. I stay things. on the road, ma'am. <laughs> Poor Eva. <clears throat> What's funny is her boyfriend's on probation for getting tickets. They're like the same. They're both from probation no money. for tickets. Yeah, they got wow. so many tickets. tickets. Licenses on probation. I got a lot of tickets. I never had probation for tickets. But I think it's new. <laughs> Carumba, poor Eva. She's she, I have to tell this story. She doesn't listen to the podcast. Yeah, no, she doesn't. Probably maybe her teachers do. I don't so know. Was she been driving like two months? Like two months or something? When she did this? Yeah. It was, like, not even two months, because she got her license in, like, the middle of November, and this is, like, Christmas break time, that she came up here to go to get some leftover food. We're on the COVID quarantine, so you just left, like, a bag on the porch for her to come pick up. <laughs> it's like a Sunday night. Eva, go pick up the food from Grandma's house. So she goes into this little tiny town that's next to us. Make, that... She made the wrong turn coming home, because she's an idiot and doesn't even know where she is when she's driving. She turned the wrong way to And go her home. foot is on the accelerator, full blast, just like her mama. Just like her mama. Yeah, I was going to say, just, <laughs> like, just her like her mama. And she goes into this little tiny town that it's a, it's a, it's a straightaway. It's like a 15-mile-an-hour speed But limit. it's a pretty sharp turn. Yeah, to and the... that's why the speed limit is like 10 or 15. And she's going 40. And At she doesn't least. see the turn. She just went, woo, like Thelma and Louise. Like and when she went straight into a field and... She Luckily, mi- there wasn't a building she there. She missed like two heavy duty poles that she like it was went like, in, a, like, in It was between. like the gas line pole and like an electrical pole. And took out a church sign. Just like took it out. It was like a double post in the concrete. Another denomination of y'all. Yeah, it was just like a little, it's like a little like Christian it's church, like Christian in this little church. tiny town. And took the sign out with the concrete. Two concrete posts. Posts. Co- pulled, pulled the whole thing right out, out of the ground. ground. Which means she was going fast. And there was like a, there was like a telephone line Access sign, sign there. Yes. You know, like the hammer in Just ones, took them both know? out. No, that one she sheared off. She sheared it off wow. at just the right height for it to go up into her radiator. But, nice. you know, she's done. It takes talent. I, I drove over there to well, look, no, no, to look gets, at it. This gets I, better. Hold on. Uh, I'm not done. So she calls me and says, you know, I crashed my car. And so then you say, are you okay? Let me ask if you're okay before I tear you yeah. apart. Is the car drivable? <laughs> she says, yes, I think so. Okay. You know, what did you hit? Oh, I just hit a sign. Okay. In my head, that's... You know, like yeah. not too bad. Okay, You're thinking like idiot. a realtor yeah. sign, you know? Yeah. <laughs> You're an idiot, <laughs> but okay. You know, take a picture of it, you know, and drive home. There's nobody out there. It's, it's Nobody's out there ever, but, you know, take a picture of it and drive home. So then she's driving home, and she calls me a little bit later and says the car died. Uh-oh. The car was not fine. <laughs> the car was not fine. But, you know, she's also an idiot and, like, turns the car off when it's like in drive still or whatever. <laughs> wow. That's not even like... Oh yeah. Okay. It happens. Yeah. I didn't think that was possible. Though. Oh yeah, it is. <laughs> so Doug and I drive up there to go get her because now it's dark and she's like at the T of a busy road and I can't get that car to turn over and it's, you know, fine. Okay, so we're going to have to have it towed. I told Doug, I said, let's... I think it's just overheated. I tried to look at the front end. You know, it's dripping. Okay. I think she blew up the radiator, and let's just leave it. Let's go look at the sign that she hit and try to assess 
you know, what she's done and how we need to repair it. And then let it cool, let the car cool off, and we'll see if I can get it home because it's only like two miles. The car's like house. in the road at a stoplight. We we got it. Well, I said we got it pushed, but I <laughs> steered it, and Doug pushed it okay, off of so the off road. Off the road, all right. Um, and I came back and was able to just fly home and get it to the driveway before it died. But yeah, she the sign is like completely mangled. Think of like a like a it was probably a, a two inch it was square, unbelievable like welded tubing. It was a heavy metal. No, sign. the telling detail was, that you gave that you got is she sheared off a metal pole that was she in the ground. Did. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wowie zowie. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like those ones that you'd use the hammer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly yeah. what you're talking but about. But like, like the yeah. really thick ones yeah. that are awful. She didn't bend it or tear it out of the ground. It's oh no, she, she sheared, sheared it off. Sheared it off. Yeah. Yeah. Sheared it Not off. Not going slow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she got to pay for the damages on her car. So I drove over there like the next day because I just need to see. Uh. She's nosy. She's like one of those like CHP. Well, you can see her tire marks in the grass as she's like veering towards the sign. She brought you a little wheelie measure thing. (laughs) (laughs) She did take a video like tour. Oh, I I saw it. So I'm going to show you where Eva crashed her car. This is old downtown Weston. This is the old mechanic guy right here. And then this house right here. So that away is to Anna. So she's coming down this road straight. Right here, and didn't make this turn. She missed the turn. Came through here. See, that's the old honey place, and that's the straightaway of Little Downtown Weston. She came through these two posts right here. She came through them. Those are tire marks, where she just missed both poles. Sheared off this metal rod in the ground. Hit this sign. Pulled these concrete blocks out of the ground and destroyed this little church, this church people sign. Bent this rod. Two concrete blocks she pulled out of the ground. That's a little turn in it, downtown Anna. On the west of I mean. Tire marks. She did not make the turn. She went straight. Yeah, it was very detailed because because yeah. it was unbelievable. It was, <laughs> <laughs> so believable. It was a good little accident report Poor Eva. that you made. <laughs> you could see that she didn't even turn. Yeah. No. She didn't even turn the yeah. wheel. She was, at all. She she was, was like at the road. Driving, she was looking at her phone. And we're in the grass and hit the sign. Yeah. Period. She looked up from her phone when her car stopped after it hit the sign. She's still paying for that. So I mean, this poor girl. She's. <laughs> This the only, the only, girl, the only thing that would make it yeah. worse is to talk about her publicly. <laughs> you know, you have to pick up a lot of dog poop to we're pay gonna, for that. We're gonna shame her into being a better driver. Well, she it. had to pay for to, to fix her car, so she which worked. she got off pretty easy because the fleet mechanic for Doug's company like does some side work. So he, so he it did it. Like he got like parts from the dump. I mean, her car's like a twenty-year-old Honda Accord. Right. That's a salvage car anyway, so it's not. But worth what was any. it like? Six hundred bucks. They charged me like five hundred bucks. To but pay that's this. a lot of that's money a lot for of a teenager. That's like a new radiator and a new hood and a new yeah. mirror and right. Know. And she's got to work to make that. You know, she's a kid. She doesn't make that much. She's money. my indentured servant. Man. So you know, she <laughs> she works to get that paid for. And then and I had already contacted the church about the site. So my daughter trashed your sign. You know, tell me. And signs are expensive. Well, well I didn't Jessica know didn't so, know until she got the bill. So I didn't. They said, okay, let let me contact the sign company and and I'll get back to you. 
So I didn't hear from him for like three months, and I'm thinking like, what the heck? Like maybe wow, they just decided to replace it. It takes it that long to come up with the artwork and the da 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 da. So yeah, so a good one now. Three weeks ago or something, she's like, hey, hey, here's the bill, seven hundred fifty bucks. Hey, that's cheap. I was thinking like twenty five hundred, three thousand. No, Eva would have died for that. So now she's like back to she was like almost square to the mines. But you know what? And she got a ticket like during that time too. She did. Oh, the car she didn't off. learn anything. Yeah, she got a ticket. So now she owes me still for the sign, and she owes me for the ticket and the traffic school. She has to go to, to traffic school. Oh, you know what? Hopefully well, this is a painful lesson, and she learns. Yeah. So she she has to go no. I don't know. I hope it is. We'll see. They're kids, man. What do you Damn mean? kids. Right. Thankfully, she doesn't like... I mean, we almost kept Doug's old truck for her to drive, but she doesn't need a V8. I kept telling Doug, Doug, uh, Doug you don't need a V8. Nope. Enjoy your... Actually, nope. your car still is a V6, that Honda yeah. Accord. Oh, is it's it? a nicer one. Yeah. Nicer No, she a needs a four-cylinder yeah. Toyota you know, Matrix. from the time Eva was little... And like Trav would take her out on the quad. She's got a left she foot. She likes to go. She fast. likes to hit the She's gas, like, man. Yeah. Thank you, Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta go fast. I wanna go fast. She well, likes... It's just like her mother because I, I don't. I can't remember. Because Jessica a lot of, is the worst. I don't yeah. remember a lot of stuff, but I have burned my brain. Her. I got some things remembered. <laughs> <laughs> Let was, me share them with you I, right I was, now. I was following her up, Vince. Here comes the bus. And she, she <laughs> I'm sure she didn't even know I was behind her, but she was going fast. He likes to tell this story. I had a dog on my lap while I was driving. Was it Hannah? It was Hannah. Uh -huh. It was driving your dog home for you. So she's she's basically... Who's she's good on she's your lap, but not on mine. Going up Benson, and she's going to turn right on, like, Mountain, you know? No, I turned right on 18th from Benson. Eight, but, but, and I hopped the curb. Yeah. She she <laughs> just ran over the curb. On the turn. It was in my on way. On the inside. <laughs> Whatever. On the inside of the turn. Whatever. You know Car bounces up. Boom! <laughs> Does she stop? Does she slow down? No. Nope. She just keep on going. Whatever. <laughs> was my car broken? No. No, no foul. Did I break anything? <laughs> no. Is that that old blazer you had? Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was a Jimmy. That's a Jimmy, yeah. Oh, my first yeah. car was a blazer, and somebody hit me in that. that Jessica had this old Jimmy. It's a GMC Jimmy, so it's like a Chevy Blazer, but it's like 1985. She loved this car. Yeah, I did. Yeah, it was like a little baby blazer. It was a piece yeah. of crap. I loved it. A little it. piece of crap. The headliner would hang yeah. down in it. Yeah. It was hoopty. So she, so it's she the kind went of car you give a 16 year old because they're going to crash into stuff. I bought that car myself. <laughs> I bought that car with my own money. So she'd take that, the headliner, just the fabric part just like hangs down. So she'd take it up there and she'd twist it and put a With hair, alligator, a hair, clip. A hair alligator clip on it. That's, 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 that's solved the problem. That's smart. For, che for cheap and it's solved. Yeah. Ingenuity. That car was like ghetto. Her, her headliner had a bun. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know we had a, a 1985 GMC Jimmy and you our did? headliner hung down too? <laughs> did you, did you get car. the scrunchie up no, there? No, we sold it. Lord, this is dirty. I love that car. The last GMC we ever owned. Oh, I love, love, love well, that. Well, it was car. your second one because somebody wrecked you. I bought a one. really nice blazer. It was an '86 blazer. It was dark blue. That somehow somebody we knew that I had played softball with years ago. They were selling it, and I bought and I bought it, and it was great. It had like a six six disc CD changer in the back. Whoa! Which was awesome. Yeah, that was six like discs. this is like like 1998. Yeah. So You're so old. I know I am. So that was. Nice. That was a hot ticket. Car, back it was then, yeah. really nice and it was clean. And yeah, somebody, I was just driving down the road and somebody pulled out in front of me and just totaled the hell out of it. Put me in an ambulance and everything. But right on. so I, with the insurance money from that car, I bought 
the closest she thing I could to it was an 85 Jimmy that was like beige. I had to have it painted. Not it knowing that apparently all Jimmys have this headliner problem. <laughs> clearly, <laughs> clearly it was a, a common issue. It was. And that's why when you said that, I thought, wait a minute. I think I was about the same time. I love that car, though. I still love that car. There's somebody that has one like that's just abandoned out by the paintball place out there on the road. She goes, get it. Like my she car. Goes, get it. Yeah. <laughs> we had a blazer. Remember that blazer we had? That brown, we had a full size brown and white blazer. one. Yeah. That damn thing got eight miles to the gallon. Eight, <laughs> it was nice. Bad. Eight, eight, nice, bad, classy. I, the best car you ever had was that Bronco, the OJ Bronco. I love my Bronco. You should have kept that thing. Those things are worth so much money. Did you now. buy that before or after the OJ thing? I bought it after. after. He told me I couldn't. Oh. He's like, you can't buy that car. I go, well, yeah. why? He goes, this is the OJ car. I don't give a crap about what OJ drives. <laughs> <laughs> I learned to drive in that car. I, I, I want to OJ's not in this car. car. <laughs> you're going down that, what was that road that he, that highway? The, the 405. The 405. The the and 405. so every time you got up there, people were probably, oh. <laughs> And it was probably cheap, too, if you bought it after that, because nobody else wanted that. It was like seven years later or something. Yeah, it probably was seven years later. I learned to drive on that, so that would have been like 1998. That was a cool car. It's just awkward to get in. That's the thing. Big that's why. Yeah. That's why I got rid of it yeah. because I it couldn't, was hard to get in the back seat. I couldn't get Buick in there. Yeah. Buick. Yeah, you got to pick him up. Like I have to pick him up because it was high in the yeah. back. I still got a scar on my arm from jamming it on, on the window or something of, of that car. Trying to put a dog in that car. Yeah, it, it was really. It was, was really, really high. Was yeah. Awesome to drive though. But I've looked at them recently. I mean, I've like gone and looked at them, and I've, I think I sold that car for like, I want to say like fifteen thousand dollars. I think I sold that for. I think it was twelve. 12 so i went and looked at them they're still with 12 because i'm like i'd like to have About one to knock now. around out here you know yeah we cut the and roof it was like off of it yeah. dollars. it's yeah. the same year well, now it's vintage. But... yeah now it's retro <laughs> yeah. the one we had was in good shape too. it was in really good shape it was clean it was clean the guy drove from the desert to buy that with cash in his pocket he yeah, he wanted that how much it was yeah but it was awesome. four wheel drive and it wasn't jacked up or anything. It was just stock. It was tall though. It was yeah, tall. It was, yeah. That's what I mean. It was. Yeah. If I, if it wasn't for you know Buick was the first Mastiff mix that I had and it was it was all over after that. But yeah. You know <laughs> trying to you put got a fever. And I remember thinking he was so huge. He he weighed ninety pounds. That's how big Buick so was. So huge. I mean in comparison, he's he's like the size of peanut. Peanut. <laughs> <laughs> but you know to get him pick him up and put him in the car. It was just didn't work for me, so I had to get. I, I feel like I mean, got a Tahoe instead. You had it when I was a kid, so I'm sure it's distorted. But it feels like that Bronco was like twice as high off the ground than my FJ is, and my FJ is really high off the ground. I it think was too. really high. It off was the high off the ground. It had, I, I, think mean, you, I, I think you. Had, I had to have running boards to get in, and I'm tall. Yeah, yeah. I think Laura would never be able to I, get in my car. I, I, I tried to. She could barely get in my car. I tried to get in through, his the other day. It's a real struggle. Yeah. I almost, I almost had to get out and go behind her and like lift her up from the way. She needs a boost. I think you put some aftermarket tires on that thing too. That made it, it did have big tires. And I, I put the aftermarket tires on it, and I put the the. What well, she's they, still talking about aftermarket foot tires and wheels. She's just going to start making boards. fun of me, so <laughs> not going to have any. I went and ordered my car the other day, and like I had looked at one that like a couple days before that and it had running boards on it, which I'd never seen on. I was like, does this come with running boards? And he goes, no, you have to add it. He goes, but he goes, you're so tall. He goes, you don't need that. That's just going to be irritating. You're just going to hit your leg on it. Yeah, well, you're a big freaky with mantis. The, with, the, yeah. with the Bronco, because as tall as I am, I did need the running boards yeah. to get into I don't remember if I used That's the how tall board to get in or not. I use mine every day. Because you're shorty. <laughs> I've never, I don't think I've ever used a running board in my life. No? No. 
Doug said he uses his running boards to get in his truck every day. Well, like, Doug well, Doug's tall. legs are short. Yeah. I, I use my running boards all the time. If I had running boards, I would probably use them, but the ones I have are rock rails instead, and you can't really stand on those. But I don't need it to get in, but if I had it, I would use it. Yeah. That's the that's not a thing. My Bronco was really wide inside too. They were really it was big wide. inside. It was like, really wide. It's like the width of an expedition. Yeah. But it's like short and square. Like so shorty balls. Yeah. Like shorty like, balls. Yeah. That thing could just turn on a dime. You could just do a U in the middle yeah. of any street, yeah. no problem. See, so what she's telling you is that she learned to drive in my Bronco, and that's that's the stuff that she's doing. Well, right the there. hard well, well the hard thing about driving that Bronco <laughs> was that it was so wide. So when you're learning to, to drive. You know, your perception. You're using you up your whole curves. lane because that car's so wide, as opposed to like a little Honda that's teeny tiny. Yeah. But it's easy to make use in. Yeah. It was fun. I want my Bronco back. <laughs> I'd like my Jimmy back if it didn't like turn into a piece of crap. Your, with your hand. <laughs> I didn't care. That didn't bother me in the least. It <laughs> did not bother me. But I, I got rid of it because I was going to school at Cal Poly and it started to, whatever was wrong with it, it started to die and I would have to put it in neutral on Kellogg Hill and rev it to keep the engine on. For God's sake. And if anybody knows Southern California, you know, Kellogg Hill was like, it's like Kellogg Hill is steep. It's yeah. a big hill. Yeah. And if I got to put it in neutral and rev it to keep the car on. I never even heard of such a thing. Yeah. <laughs> I think I talked to him about it. How did you it. figure that out? I don't know. You needed, you needed to gas. Do. probably needed a fuel pump or something, and I should have just put a fuel pump in it because I like that car. But I think after I talked to Daddy about it, we just got a new car. No, and then you got that new car, and you bought and a, I crashed you bought it. A, no, you bought that Jetta. Yeah, they I would loved burn, it. They would burn its oil up. It didn't burn its oil. Yes, it did. It was always out of oil. That thing was a piece of crap. It was out of oil. <laughs> I have no memory of that whatsoever. I don't remember that either. Oh my gosh. I like Corolla burned oil, but wow! I can't. Mm -hmm. That's why. I, that's why you got rid of it. No, that's not why I got rid of it. She crashed it. No, I did crash it. Yeah, that's what I mean. did crash it, but it, it got fixed, it. and then somebody crashed into me in it. Yeah. And then the Carfax on it said, See, it what, what did she say? What did she say about Eva? That she was dumb? An idiot. She was, an idiot? She was an idiot. She was an idiot. That was the only time I'd ever gotten a crash that was my fault. Driving too fast, not paying attention, Isn't just getting into crashes. I remember. I remember one time I came home. I used to have a little '94 Toyota pickup. I love that truck too. Yeah, you loved it because it was free. <clears throat> and I came home. I parked in the driveway. Jess at that time parked her car in the garage. I parked in the driveway. Because my car was the nicest car we had. No, I and was I go inside. I she comes in the house yelling at me because she had happened. she had backed up into my truck and. Back, backed up in, in, into my truck and put a little dent in her car, and she was yelling at Why'd me. Why did you do that, Trap? Why were you in the driveway? <laughs> Why are it you in the driveway? It was my fault. Why did you park behind her? My fault for parking there. That's not your parking place. You were supposed to park on the curb. Yeah, it's your fault, cars Trav. go on the curb. She doesn't need to look. No. She just assumes nobody's there. She shouldn't yeah. have to look. There's, There's no reason for you to be there. Mirrors are Why for would idiots. Losers. Morons. Idiots. Yeah. It's genetic. I gotta teach Lily to drive now. Can you even imagine Good how well that luck. could go? I'm not sure that Lily will have a lead foot, though. Lily's a little bit afraid. Um, yeah, but she's, like, super nasty. I'm not worried about Lily driving. I'm worried about where Lily's going. <laughs> 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 she'll get there safe. I don't, want, I, don't, I don't know where she's going, but she'll probably get there safe. <laughs> this That's is, hilarious. This has definitely gone down the rabbit well, hole. <laughs> I was talking to Doug because I'm getting a new car, and he has a newer truck. 
I'm like, what am I? I'm not teaching her to drive in my car. She can't drive my car. I don't know why you don't send your kids to driver's training. That's what I did. Um, because Doug's really cheap. Well, then, for God's know, sakes, you pay the two hundred bucks. It's easy it's for him because he doesn't now. have to worry. Yeah. I don't care. I'd pay the four hundred. Well, nothing it's easy is worse than because I have to teach him to drive and he doesn't. Teaching a kid to drive and driving with them in the car, I don't want that. Oh, no. I don't want it. It's painful. <clears throat> I don't want it. I don't want. Teacher, my truck. Do you want to grab that wheel? It's terrible. Not in this track. Well, it's just, it's just super I dangerous. I remember when, when you guys sent me to my driver training, and you do, you do like three sessions for like, oh, it's, like a, it's like an hour or two. Two I remember hours I was at a time, so, three times. I was so nervous to do that, and my first session, second session went fine, third session went great, felt so cocky. Just got done with the session. <laughs> I've got this down uh, here. I'm on, I'm on, I'm on <laughs> foot. Take the test right I'm now. On foot, I'm on... Yeah, I'm on I'm on Foothill in San Antonio. I had to gas up that lady's car and then go to pull out on Foothill. It's two lane this way, two lane this way with the with the center. And my brain, <laughs> my Your brain didn't have my, it. My, my my, I was right. I was getting that ready. I was getting ready. There. I was getting ready to drive myself home, and I'm just something. I just, I don't know what I did. I just go out on a foot. It was clear. It was clear this way, but I wasn't like. All that other traffic on the other oh, side. Never mind that other side. Nah. <laughs> That's we get fine. There. And I just went out there, and this poor woman, she's like grabbed the <laughs> wheel, and then like I'm panicked, and then air eh, honk screech, and then she pulls me into the in the center lane, and she's like out of breath, and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself like, God, what did I just do? <laughs> I had it. That's why you I, just, I, just, I always thought after that, it's like, man, what an awful job. <laughs> That's why I put you in those cars. I'm not <laughs> doing it. You're bagging on me being the driver, but how many times did Trav have to take the test to get his license? I didn't crash, though. But you still failed it, like, three times. Yeah, but, yeah, but it's over, over, like, what what reasons did you fail the test when you failed the test? Like, it's over, like, nonsense. Yeah, like, that little, doesn't count. Little stuff. Not like, oh, my God, you almost killed the instructor. <laughs> it wasn't that. It was just total crap, like. Did your driver's instructor nonsense. not have a wheel and a brake? Uh, I think they have a brake. I don't remember. Yeah, I think I think in that car she she just the car had the I learned pedals. it only had a brake, not a wheel for the yeah, for the other brake, person. Mine had, think, it was like on a pulley system where his wheel yeah. was attached to my wheel. <laughs> it's like an emergency system. This is where my pulley system, system was. <laughs> 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 yeah. Somewhere in the Broncos, I'm too far away. <laughs> when, I, when I took my driver's test, and the guy rides with you, and I was. The only car that I had, I could drive was mom and dad's Suburban. It was a 72 Chevy Suburban. <laughs> no, long. Big, big long wide thing. monster. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a big flying gas can. It's yeah. a boat. Yeah. Yeah. Just a to yeah. so, so it I has like 17 test. seats I, in it. I, I did really good. And I'm all done. And I'm pulling into the parking lot of the DMV. And the parking lots are, are the, they're kind of on an angle, you know? So I... I pulled in there, and I started to pull in there, and the guy goes, stop, 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 stop. Well, I was pull, just pulling into the damn parking lot, and the thing was so long that I almost hit the car next to me because I, I, could, I couldn't You couldn't make the turn. You didn't make the, yeah, didn't didn't make make the, the turn. You were driving yeah. an old caddy Because you sucked as you're driving, so. Why did he pass you? He, he was taking his test in a yacht. <laughs> Remember when he wanted me to get like a super old caddy for my first car? No. 
Yeah, he wanted me to get like an old vintage cat. You know those because really, really long. Because he thinks it's cool. Yeah, because yeah. he wanted yeah, an old vintage cat. If he asked you, you wouldn't hurt yourself. You know right, what? But it wouldn't I remember, really cool. I remember having that conversation with him when I was a kid, too. Yeah, but those things, it was so long that it wouldn't have even made the turn into the senior parking lot at the high school. Because it was like <laughs> yeah. in, in a sharp turn. Yeah. It would never have even made the turn. I couldn't even... Where would I? Where would I even park it? You'd been safe though. And those, my I would have been my twelve dr- friends in the trunk. The, the metal on those things was, was so. It's like two inch thick steel. Yeah. I had a friend in high school drove a Crown Victoria. He got it parked in that lot. Well, Crown this is like longer Victoria. than a Crown Vic. Did you teach your kids to drive? Yes. You know, I can't. That's why hair, that's why hair dye was invented. <laughs> I thought one of you guys had to drive stick for your trap. Taught me how to drive stick, yeah. Doug tried to teach me how to drive stick. You know, Did you our, send them to driver's training? So we had, like, our kids, same husband. Like, <laughs> thanks for the clarification. Oh, just, just, just in case you're wondering. <laughs> just, because, just because it's crazy. So we had our two kids, and then, like, ten years later, we had two more kids. I'm like, oh. <laughs> because you're dumb. Yeah, you know? <laughs> and, you know... Because having three in three years was a great idea. The, right. <laughs> the first two, you're okay. And then by the time I got to Carly, oh, Lord, have mercy. You know, I mean, I just, <laughs> it was so awful. You know, because my nerves were shot because I knew what could happen. And I would start screaming if she even touched the wheel. And so, and Danny, he's like, I can't do this. My nerves, I can't do it. He's a police officer. And he can't do it. Can't do it. So we, did, we barely made it through the last one. <laughs> I can't, yeah, I can't even believe that I have to do that again right now. You got to do it three more times. times. Well, I know, but like so quickly after the last one. Yeah, but wait, by the time you get to Mabel, you're going to be like me with the 10 years apart. Me going, my nerves are shot. And you're just going to say, I can't do it. My nerves are shot. (laughs) And that's what Danny just said, no. Uh Uh-uh. That's what I said, no. I'm just sitting in a driver's training. I'm not doing it. You still have to drive with us. Yeah, but that's I know, and I hated it. That's what you have to do here. So even though I paid my $400, I still had to do however many hours of driving in the dark in a country road. No, it's not fun. So we didn't do that. We didn't pay a person. I did all of the hours myself because it was cheaper mm-hmm. but it's just awful and the, just the, the record keeping on it is ridiculous mm-hmm. why don't you just, why you just send one of them out here you can drive around in the pasture no they fine. have to have a certain number of hours no, they, they, all different they, they, they like, at least like learn like the basics i mean well, we just I've, did that in the parking lot i've taught like all those girls how to drive from from oh, like even, even even when they couldn't reach the pedals well i know just... but it's different when there's other cars and objects around. i know so why don't you just like and it's also different when they're actually driving usually it's like once again they couldn't reach the pedals so yeah it's like mabel's Sitting on well, your lap. the scary part is when they have the gas. They have the gas. I know. And so you can just bring them out here and just like. I know, but Eva was still terrible on the road. And the worst part <clears> is <throat> this is the thing that I think is, we don't get is when we learned to drive, there was no GPS and no phone. So you have to memorize. Where yeah. streets are, wasn't where even things Mount are. West when I learned to drive, no, like that was new. Like yeah, they, I mean we're that's like back in like the Thomas Guide, yep. days, which I, ta- I never used. I had several Thomas Guides and I had several maps in my first. Car. You just remember where things yeah, are. Oh, you want to go to Vince's Spaghetti? It's on mm-hmm. this road. You want to go? You know, you just remember where it is. Well, kids don't do that anymore. They don't. Eva does not know where anything is. So if she wants to go somewhere, I can't tell her what road it's on, I have to send her the address so that she can put it into Google oh, so she dumb. can find it. She should make yeah. her go places she cannot, and, then, and then take her phone and make her get home. She can't. She has no <laughs> idea. She doesn't, I've, I, when we were driving, I would ask her all the time, okay, this is this street and we're on this street. What's the next street coming up? If we're going this direction, what's? she has no idea. 
She just names a random street because she has no idea. <laughs> she just <laughs> blurts out, blurts out a random flower. Yeah, we'll be like, like leaving the high school. And we're, <laughs> Alabama. Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're on Coit, approaching approaching three eighty. So I'm saying, I ask her, what street is coming up? Preston. No, uh, <laughs> Preston is parallel to Coit. It's not even close. Not even close. You don't even know what you're talking about. You just. You might as well just send letters. Not only are you wrong, but may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of stuff I'm dealing with. Like, there's no... Oh. I told her, I said, you're going to have to pass a map test before I'll even let you yes. drive. Yes. Yeah, there should be a yeah, map test. You should make her, make her draw maps or something. I don't know. That's why I was saying, just take her someplace and give her the car and take her phone away and say, see you at home. I would do that. Like, she doesn't... Do she has a phone while she's driving when she was learning with me. And I, you know, we're going to go practice driving. Okay, go to the high school. And I Ready would just sit go. there. And it's, she would go to 75. Like, you're a moron. You're a moron. What's funny about that is, like, you know, when, when Doug's parents were sick and I had the kids and I have to, like, take them to school, you know, I don't know where that school is. It, In Africa. But Lily can tell you where it is. She can tell you where to go. She... She can you even tell you where to go? No. That's no. what I'm, that's the, just Lily. Well, just, I mean, that school, it's like, you get, you're only making like four turns from your house. It's not that to hard the, to remember. Well, to the no. kids' high school now, they didn't go to that school before. Right. Well, when you Lillian, had the kids. Lillian went to that school in Africa. That's where Violet goes now. Yeah. I mean, it's just, the school it's is like, like, it's like 10 miles away. Oh, okay. oh. It's like not actually Africa. It's like <laughs> south of Virginia. On it's like, that's a long flight, you know? It's on Hillcrest. I don't even know where Hillcrest is. It's that's almost what I mean. Exactly. Wow. It's far. Okay. That's, that's where Violet's school is. It's not, really far. It's not quite Africa, but it's pretty far. It feels like Africa when you drive. It's a little far. Another continent we're driving to. It feels like Africa when you have to pick up Lily at practice every day. Okay. <laughs> awful. So awful. And this is the other thing is they're looking at their phones in the car all the time. When we were kids, when we were driving, you're looking out the there window. There wasn't anything else to look at. That's <laughs> true. So they don't pay attention when you're driving. They're like, you know, making his playlist on Spotify. Bananas. <laughs> the worst thing we had was like, don't be changing the channel while you're driving. Yeah, looking yeah. at the radio. That's that was yeah. it. Our phones are dangerous for kids yeah. while they're you driving. You guys, you guys had to look at your radio. You had to tune a dial. We did. Yeah. I mean, you have like, to. You can't just press no, a button. No, they had buttons that you could set to, and there was like six of them, and that would set to a certain state. You, you know, push the button, and the dial, you the dial would move automatically to that where you press the button. Like, you know, yeah. kind of remote we had it's on like our magic. TV when I was a kid? The clicker. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go out there changing. Yeah. Well, I remember that. Like, when I was a kid, I remember us having, like, an old Zenith. We had a console a, TV. Yeah, I remember. We were proud of that one, console too because it was sleek. I got a really sleek. One, one of the first memories <laughs> that I have of being a tiny, tiny child is I wanted to go watch Sesame Street on that TV, but I I knew how to turn it on, but I wasn't sure about the volume, and I knew if I turned it on and it was too loud, it would wake you up. So what I did instead, in my child's mind, is I went and woke you up instead and asked you how to adjust the volume on the TV so that it would make you... <laughs> and yeah, it was this giant piece of furniture in the room that had knobs and stuff on it, and I would sit in front of it, and it was bigger than me, and that was the TV. His, his first foray into technology. Yeah, in 1985, that was it. <laughs> Mom and Dad had this big, this big TV console thing. And it was a TV in the middle, and then on the side you lifted up the thing, and it was a record player turntable yeah. mm -hmm. in there. Yeah. And there was a radio thing on the other side, and that was like highfalutin, I'm yeah. sure, because you guys wasn't Poe. It's like entertainment. I remember center. Wayne telling yeah. me about vacuum tubes. Like in the house, like in the yeah, walls. Yeah, you, you know the first TVs had vacuum tubes in them. Oh, like that yeah, was when that. I, when oh I yeah. To, when I worked yeah. at Steers when I was a kid as a box boy, 
we had a little tester by yeah. the by the before you went out. It was a vacuum tube tester, uh-huh. and in the back there was a cabinet that had tubes in it, and people would come in and go. I eat one of these, and then you go in the back. I used to go with my dad. We'd go to Thrifty. Yeah. Because there's a tube that's out in the TV. Right. He yeah. said that's why you so, were going. You so just he would, ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> and you could tell which tube was out because yeah. it would be dark. You take could, your, you take, well, or you could take your tube out, and you could plug it into the top. Into the and tester. And test it. Hence yeah. the word. So me and my dad used to take out, tester. take the bad tube and go to Thrifty's and get a get Thrifty an ice, cream. ice cream. For people that don't know, Nerd Alert, vacuum tubes existed before the transistor was invented. And yeah, you just. I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, no? cool story, bro. Words. Vacuum tubes. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Trevor both look like... They almost look like... They almost it's like look, a light bulb. It's kind of like a light bulb, it's, yeah. Except it's... I know um, what it looks like. Torpedo-shaped. You know how they have light bulbs now that are like... They look, look like an old Edison bulb uh-huh. where they're like long... They're, they're, because they would be different shapes. I understand yeah. what you're what you're describing, but like the concept of its use... She's in, never, in like, memory she's never been alive when their vacuum tubes would yeah, yeah. And, and that's why you would fix your teeth. She's, well, I, she's, she's I like me that. in this conversation where it's like we aggressively don't care. <laughs> so, well, see, I wouldn't even know about that or what that, except for your dad told me stories about that, and that's yeah. how that's how I know that that was. Did a he thing leave out the ice cream part? Because we he did leave out the ice cream, cream part. I never heard that part. I know that's why he went. This tube is bad. We need ice cream. Go to Thrifties and get an ice cream cone. It was cheap too. They had that ice. had good ice cream. They had that ice cream cone thing that. I saw Liz Ross post this on Facebook. Oh, I saw, yeah. I saw it the other scooper. day. It's like a block. It looks thing. like this. Yeah, and you, and you like you push, push it that down, down, and then it cuts and it, it cuts and then it, and so you get this completely. It, yeah, it comes out like, like a, a plug, like a, a shape, plug of ice like cream. a push up. Because so, I thing. always have a triple. Thank you very much. <laughs> to get the boom she and the clip cream. it, and then the boom and the clip it, and I'm, my ice cream cone would be this tall. I mean, my dad. his was also a triple. Yeah, his would be a triple too. And my daughter had her. And they were they were it was five cents for a single, ten cents for a double, and fifteen cents for a triple. Yeah, they didn't give you a deal. That was a total we, deal. Well, they didn't give you a discount for getting when more we were In high school, when we would go to lunch, we, could, we went off campus and we'd go to In-N-Out because it was right there on town. And, and it's delicious. Town and Aero. Because it's and good. Aero, And then we'd walk back and you, there was Thrifties. You had to go past Thrifties. Oh, so we no. Would get those, Sweeps. We would get those. That doesn't oh make any sense. Then you're in In-N-Out, you could just get a shake while you're there. <laughs> she pee on the floor? There's a lot of pee over there. A shake is different than Your dog's a, bad, Trav. She's banished. Sweeps Pete over there? You gotta yeah. see, you gotta see, see all the sweeps. Take a picture, Laura. What are you doing? Oh, sweeps. Oh, You're the worst, sweeps. Now. She's an old crazy lady. She lost her mind. I think she we have to old. end the podcast. Bye, sweeps. <laughs> Never coming back. Oh, <laughs> oh sweeps. I forgot myself. I guess oh, I can right. bring her. I'll just put those ridiculous lady pants on her. Look. Apparently. <laughs> wow. Bad. Jeez. <clears throat> she just peed before. Yeah, and she peed again. She's not sorry. <laughs> Look at her face. She is though. Look at yeah. She's oh. trying to convince you that it wasn't her. Trying to I didn't me. do it. No, Don't believe them. They're lying. I'm sorry, Daddy. <laughs> She's not sorry. It wasn't her. How could she be sorry? She's an old crazy lady. Maybe I that's didn't do it. it. Ain't no good are we choice. Done? We are done. We're Bessie's, done. Bessie's Laura's done. It's eight forty-five. Well, I got. Right. I've got an interview right now. <laughs> you do. <laughs> Laura's so busy. They're no, like, I'm important. ready right now. I'm like, wait a minute. All right, now All right. y'all. Night, guys. Bye. Bye.